the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Lap. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM one oh seven point five K two ninety eight CO Minneapolis. Powered by Advantage Home Buyer. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump cast his ballot today in West Palm Beach, Florida, then said he had a busy day of campaigning ahead. Big rallies, three big ones. Uh, crowds have never been, I don't think there's ever been anything like this. This tremendous spirit. I hear we're doing very well in Florida, and we're doing very well. I hear every every place else. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden telling supporters in Bristol, PA, if Judge Amy Coney Barrett's nomination is confirmed, the future of the Affordable Care Act is in doubt. His nominee has said in the past the law should be struck down. If they get their way, over 100 million Americans, including 5.3 million Pennsylvanians, will lose their protections for pre-existing conditions that we work so hard to provide. Meanwhile, the Senate is holding a special weekend session to make sure that they've got everything in place to confirm Barrett with a vote on Monday. This is SRN News. Election Day 2020 is just 10 days away. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. And he also, he's a truth teller. He speaks the truth. It's been the failed policies of Democrat politicians uh, that have that have harmed people living in the cities. Keep America great. Keep America great. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest headlines and election news. This Election Day countdown was installed by Champion Plumbing. The Patriots' October Regnery Book of the Month is One Vote Away, How a Single Supreme Court Seat Can Change History by Ted Cruz. And you have a chance to win a signed copy of the book by going to our fan club page at am1280thepatriot.com. Just past 1 o'clock on the Saturday afternoon here in the Twin Cities. Let's take a look at your forecast for today. It's going to be cloudy most of the day. We'll reach a high of 31. And we got Hour 1, Mitch Berg of the Northern Alliance Radio Network starting right now here on AM 1280, The Patriots. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dingy, dismal, moldy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. Going on 18 years, no, going on 19 years, dominating D-list Twin Cities bloggers. And, of course, this broadcast, 16, going on 17 years strong, dominating Twin Cities weekend media, which, let's be honest, means dominating Twin Cities media. The whole thing. This is where all the interesting stuff happens between myself, the headliner edition, every Saturday from 1 to 3. Brad Carlson, same thing, only Sundays here on AM 12A, The Patriot, and our good friend King Banyan. 
who does the same thing for the world of economics that we do for Minnesota politics every Sunday, Saturday morning, Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. He's been there for 10 years now, actually closer to 11. He went over there when he was first running for the House in 2010, early 2010. Going on 11 years now of uh, keeping uh, the, the lights on over at the 1440. Actually, it's a great station. You should be listening to that for all of your business stuff. Where were we at? Oh, yeah. The Northern Alliance uh, today uh, here on AM 12A, The Patriot. So I got to watch the debate the other night. And I remember I was I, I last weekend, I made another trip up to North Dakota, I had to take care of some family business. And I got to listen to the to uh, the pundits and the, the so now I have a car with a working radio. I can uh, actually listen to uh, the, the the full assortment of, of the landed punditry. Uh, from coast to coast, including Rush, uh, by the way. I get to listen to Rush, who is on a, a lesser talk station, uh, but he's still the godfather of the business. And by the way, all uh, prayers uh, up for Rush, in his uh, whose who's lung cancer has apparently taken a turn for the worse. I don't think... He, I don't think cancer has much more of a chance against uh, Rush than, than his, uh, his competition and critics do. But anyway, uh, prayers up for uh, for Rush. At any rate, I got to hear the, the lead up to the debate. I wound up driving back through the snowstorm on Tuesday. And uh, by the way, one of the one of the scariest <laughs> trips of my life, a uh, six hour trip took me closer to nine or 10 hours. Uh, thank you, uh, drivers between Fergus Falls and St. Cloud. Holy cow. That was a thrill ride. Uh, anyway, uh, where were we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, getting ready for the debate. And there was much consternation on the right about the debate commission's decision to mute the candidates' uh, microphones during, not not for when they weren't officially supposed to be talking, but during the opponent's statements time. In other words, when somebody was talking, giving their two minutes uh, hypothetically uninterrupted statements, the uh, other candidate would be muted. It wouldn't be able to get on mic and talk. A response to the criticism from the first debate, uh, when both candidates walked all over each other, and Trump being Trump uh, led the way walking all over uh, candidate Biden uh, in the first debate. It it was it sounded like it sounded like a Twitter argument being done verbally. It was just it was pretty pointless. The first debate was a wreck. I remember listening to the likes of of Rush and and Hannity and some of the uh, lesser conservative talk show hosts up and down the dial, up and down the road, talking about how this is so unfair to to Donald Trump. And the president himself saying much the same and protesting uh, the, the the change, which I have to think was crazy as a fo- uh, crazy like a fox, because whether it was intended this way or not, uh, it, it it worked to the president's advantage. I said this when we were doing the post debate wrap up Thursday night, uh, along with Brad Carlson here at the studio. We were both during the first debate yelling. Mr. President, please just shut up and let Biden keep paying out the rope that you can use to beat him over the head with. Yes, I know I'm mixing metaphors here. Uh, the point being here, we were both saying I mean, Donald Trump was his own worst enemy during that first debate. All he had to do was shut up and let Biden keep talking and, and, and not have to f- focus himself on responding to the president's interruptions and actually make a point for himself. And that first debate would have pretty much won itself. 
Well, a couple of observations about uh, the debate the other night. The mute button did not hurt the president. In fact, it helped him. It forced him to focus. It forced him to think. It forced him, it forced him to focus on the points that he actually needed to focus on. I think it worked really well. I think anyone more detached from the argument than Tina Smith, who declared Biden the uncontested winner, naturally. I think if you uh, if you look at it more or less objectively, as, by the way, many progressives and liberals did that night, uh, said, yeah, OK, the, the, the president, the president probably took the belt that night. And to me, there were a lot there were th- a number of major observations I made. First of all, Joe Biden, sort of like any progressive politician, really. This has become my theory of of this entire election cycle is that the Democrats are so comfortable being able to lie, to just say things that no person on earth would ever find plausible if they have the faintest tread of critical thinking and aren't completely uh, off the clock as far as being low information voters. They can say things that would normally offend a moderately competent high school sophomore because they know that their typical voter isn't even that curious or well-informed. Joe Biden did this throughout the evening, as he's done throughout his campaign. I mean, calling himself, uh, saying that, that, uh, that he was brought in to fix the, uh, to fix the financial crisis in 2008. In fact, that was the one that I almost jumped out of my seat for. He he said a couple of different cases where he made himself out like he was the real brains of the Obama White House. He was brought, he said several times during both debates and out on the campaign trail, he was brought in to manage the economic recovery after 2008. And he claims rec- uh, credit for the Obama recovery, such as it was. It's more of a dead skunk bounce. It was the slowest recovery from any recession since the Great Depression. By the way, completely against normal behavior for recessions in a healthy economy. The, the sharper they turn down, the sharper they usually come back up. See, also in 1982. He claimed credit for that. And by the way, in terms of, of pushing back against Chinese expansionism, he said something I thought was completely risible. He said that, that, that China was, was viol- starting to violate the no-fly line in the Straits of Formosa, and that he had B-52s flying back over that line to show the Chinese who was boss. And I'm sitting here thinking, unless the president is out of commission and power has succeeded down to uh, to the vice president via the process spelled out in the Constitution, the vice president has no power to send the military to do anything anywhere. Joe Biden sent no bombers anywhere to do anything. Except perhaps haul cash back from the Ukraine. No, no, no. Can't say that. that there's never been allegations about that. Joe Biden doesn't give orders to the military. Barack Obama barely gave orders to the military. Joe Biden certainly did not. So that being said, there were two examples where Joe Biden pointed himself out as as being the uh, the executive power, the brains behind the Obama administration, the brawn 
in the case of the of the Taiwan Straits episode behind the Obama administration. But on yet another case, when Trump asked him very, very on point about immigration, why Joe Biden, having been in office for 47 years and uh, vice president of the United States for eight solid years, including two years with a supermajority in the Senate and a, and, and a majority in the House, in theory, full, complete power, except for the Supreme Court. And that was a very close thing during the entire Obama administration, depending on Anthony Kennedy's predilections. Asked why. The, the Obama administration didn't solve all those problems with immigration that they've been complaining about for the last four years. Joe Biden said, well, I was only the vice president. So which is it, Joe? Are you the brains of the administration when it came to the economy? And the brawn of the administration when it came to sending B-52s over the Straits of Taiwan? But just a little old vice president when it comes to dealing with immigration policy? Which is it? I caught that yesterday, practically. And, and practic- uh, I was listening to NPR, so you don't have to. And I was listening to some pointy-headed uh, professor type or journalist type, same, same, uh, analyzing the debate yesterday. And I practically ripped my radio out of the dashboard when this particular NPR talking head praised that particular episode as, as, a, as praised, I should say, praised uh, Biden for admitting having made a mistake. Sure, he said, it's OK. Yeah, he made a mistake. Yeah, well, that's not the point here, folks. I mean, yes, he admitted making a mistake. But he also broke from his habit of saying that he was that he had substantive control over things like the economy, like the like the Obama administration's response to the economy, like the Obama administration's military response to the Chinese over the Taiwan Straits. But then when convenient, when he needed to. He's just. Little old Joe, no power over immigration, a topic on which he tried and I think signally failed to attack the president. I mean, the president turned that one around nicely the other uh, on the debate Thursday night. I mean, he pointed out, I think, made the point very amply that all of the problems with, uh, with, with children being held without parents in detention centers along the southern border started during the Obama administration, festered due to their failure to uh, reform the immigration system and asked him repeatedly to the point of badgering, although I'd I'd call it more successful marketing, why they didn't do any of that during his eight years as vice president and 39 other years in office while we're talking about the subject. We'll talk about uh, back to that much more as well as your phone calls at 651 289-4488, 289-4488, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. 
Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. Land of 10,000 lakes has an ice ring to it, but actually Minnesota has more than 11,800 lakes. But who's counting? Well, there's Ann Lake, Balsam Lake, Cass Lake, Detroit Lake, Eagle Lake, Fox Lake, Gull Lake, Hidden Lake, Adam Lake, John Lake, Craze Lake, Lean Lake. But if water isn't your thing, Minnesota is also home to amazing hiking, biking, and more. Find your true north. Visit exploreminnesota.com. Corey Lake, Rainy Lake, Silver Lake, Toad Lake, U.S. Lock and Dam Pool, 5A, Boss Lake. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800-439-7409. 800-439-7409. 800-439-7409. That's 800-439-7409. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, I got a question for you. Do you have a kid in school who's not thrilled about school or just lagging behind because of all the last-minute changes, the distance learning, the being bored out of their minds, staring at a screen six hours a day? Well, it's not too late to get them caught up and watch them thrive again with a private Christian school here in the Twin Cities. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com today to see a list of our partner schools and save half off your first-year enrollment for a new student. For nearly a decade, we've been helping students. So far, over 130 families save buku bucks and find the absolute best education for their children. So go to am1280thepatriot.com or 
Better yet, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com today. Make it happen. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Talking about the debates the other night. Uh, My observations. Number one, the Vice President Biden, like many Democrats, feels no compunctions whatsoever about lying because he knows, A, the media likely won't check him on it. Although I thought uh, Kristen Sewell, uh, Sewell, Sewell did a decent job. Not perfect, but decent job. Probably the best I've seen so far uh, in the debate cycle. Or perhaps the best I've seen in years of watching these debates. Of trying to keep it relatively even-handed. Relatively, I say, baby steps here, folks. The other thing was, Joe Biden is about nothing but the platitudes. I mean, I observed the other day that if I had been, rather than being on the air, if I had been at a debate-watching party with a drinking game, and the rule had been take a shot every time that Joe Biden issues an unsupportable platitude, like, I have a plan, Uh, or mention Scranton, Pennsylvania, a place he left when he was, I think, like three, uh, young at any rate, I would have uh, have woken up uh, yesterday morning in detox uh, if if I were lucky. Uh, The platitudes... And, and the absolute unsupportable claims that he makes uh, were just constant. I mean, he says he has a plan for everything. And it's a legitimate question. Where was that plan in 2009 and 2010 when he and the light worker had a supermajority in the Senate, a supermajority in the Senate, thanks to Al Franken, 60 votes, they could have passed anything. They could have passed a law mandating we all wear aluminum foil pants. And it would have gone through. Now, they spent all their political capital passing Obamacare, and it cost them the House and the Senate the next year. More power to the GOP. We'll see how that works. Anyway, uh, and the other part was, well, we'll come back to the part I thought that was most striking uh, after we uh, get back from the phones. Let's go to Minneapolis. Pat, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Hi, you know, just this last weekend when all of this stuff about the laptops and the shenanigans going on with money laundering, all kinds of things happening in the Biden uh, family, it really changed my whole idea of what I thought Vice President Biden was. I always thought of him as a friendly, grandfatherly type, maybe quite frail, maybe a little sentimental um, but just kind of a harmless guy, maybe not such a good leader, but not so harmful. And now I've changed that grandfatherly kind of concept I had of him to that of the Biden family godfather, which is a much scarier kind of concept I have of him now than I did before, a much more threatening concept that I he had before. I, I wondered if other people might have that same kind of um, – Impression. I think he he is still has that impression about him, but he's kind of a cranky, cantankerous grandfather, as we saw in both of the debates. I mean, he uh, his. I mean, the other line that I would have put myself in detox if I were having to take a, a drink every time he said it was, "Come on, man." If you said, come on, man, one more time, uh, I don't know, get a little peevish about cliches after a while. He must have said it, what, seven, eight times during the debate the other night. I, I think that he's generally got that uh, vibe about him being the, the the grandfatherly type, the guy with, well, some some impression of integrity about him. And, and 
And, and by the way, a grandfatherly type who's prone to shooting off his mouth. I mean, yeah, one of my favorite episodes was, and, and by the way, uh, shooting off his mouth and acting on some pretty toxic pride in some ways. For example, there's that classic uh, episode of him from, I want to say, the 1980s, the first time he ran for president, 1988, I think it was, when he was talking with someone and someone asked him about uh, about his legal background and he says, Let's compare IQs any time. By the way, I was a I was a star student. I was on a full ride scholarship. I've got an IQ of I don't know eleven jillion, and I was the the star student in my class. Graduated the top of my class, and uh, well, it all turned out to be complete baked wind. I mean, none of it was true. Uh, maybe his IQ, who knows? But he was in the bottom half of his class in law school. He was uh, he was he won on a half scholarship, which is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, scholarship to, to school, it's fine. It's all good. But when he's trying to say, I'll compare my IQ with yours any time, well, uh, uh, the, the world is full of people with 150 IQs who are who are working, uh, shuffling papers in offices because they're too smart to be practical. I, uh, one of the least impre- this is my own personal, I don't know, trait. People whose first uh, approach to you is to brag about their IQ rarely rate much respect for that. There's been exceptions. I'll let them know. If you're upset about that, let me know. I'll get back to you. But people who whose whose first approach to you is, yeah, no, I've got a I've got a monster IQ. So, well, okay. So what have you done lately? What have you got done to back up any respect that that number gets? Joe Biden did that, but. By way of his pride causing him to uh, occasionally shoot off his mouth in in ways that, that he should not, we saw a great case of that the other night in the debate, actually towards the end of the debate. And I was not the only one to think of this. I just had to wait an extra day to get on the air before I brought it up. <laughs> I was watching. I did, it didn't occur to me as we were talking about it uh, on the show, but someone else brought it up uh, yesterday, and it's absolutely true. If you remember the movie A A Few Good Men with uh, Tom Cruise and and Kevin Spacey, it's a great movie. If you've never seen it, don't let the fact that it's Hollywood scare you off. It's actually an excellent movie about a, uh, I don't want to spoil it, but it's about a, a couple of military lawyers investigating a murder or what they suspect is a murder on a Marine base at Guantanamo in Cuba. And has a fairly notable role by both Tom Cruise, who's excellent in the movie, and Jack Nicholson. And there is a scene towards the end where Tom Cruise, the lawyer, bets long on, and by the way, spoiler alert here, bets long on trying to get Jack Nicholson, who's playing a very crusty Marine colonel, uh, trying to get Jack Nicholson to to have his pride overcome his calculation and spring a trap for him, and you've seen the line. You can't handle the truth. It's it pops up everywhere. That's where the line comes from. And I couldn't help but think of it. Jack Nicholson going, "You're darn tootin'." I ordered a code red. Watch the movie; it'll make sense to you. When I saw Joe Biden say. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I want to want to phase out oil. I want to I want to I want to phase out. after lying, by the way, about not wanting to ban fracking, which I mean, there's videos out there showing him promising to ban fracking over and over and over again. Him and Kamala Harris as well. Uh, he's 
uh, the Trump, I, I don't know if there's a calculation on Trump's part, but Trump, towards the end of the debate, badgered him into admitting that he wants to get out the United States out of the oil business by 2025. And it was almost like Trump himself couldn't believe he got Biden to say this. And, and, and for that matter, Kristen Sewell couldn't believe it because her response was, uh, could you care to elaborate on that? As if she couldn't believe that, that he was actually going to go there. Because with that, he's effectively, Biden effectively wrote off any chance he has of winning in Texas and Oklahoma and Louisiana. Not that he had a huge chance in Oklahoma, uh, but or for that matter, Pennsylvania, the parts of Pennsylvania that are going long on fracking to bring mineral jobs back to the Keystone State. It's not like he had a chance of winning in North Dakota or eastern Montana on the oil patch, but anybody out there who was voting for him and is paying attention is thinking twice now. And it was almost like Donald Trump was going there going, what, you said what? Oh, I'm going to run with that. It was hilarious to watch. At any rate, yes, uh, to to go back to Pat's question, Joe Biden still does have some of that friendly, genial, somewhat, somewhat shooting off his mouthy kind of grandfatherly vibe about him. The problem is he is basically nothing but a delivery system for Kamala Harris. Let's not pretend that Joe Biden is anything but a delivery system for the progressive wing of the party, because that's what he was there for. He was brought in, basically stood up by the party establishment after Bernie Sanders clobbered him in New Hampshire, clobbered him in Iowa. And the party establishment and a wave of establishment money dragged him over the finish line after finishing fifth in uh, in the early caucuses and primaries, almost out of the money, almost out of the race in the first couple of weeks. They basically reinflated him with establishment money to drag him past Bernie Sanders. And you have to know there's a deal with the devil behind behind the scenes there. They didn't want Bernie running the country because he was unelectable. Joe Biden is hypothetically electable. The polls say he's the only option, but he's nothing but a delivery system for Kamala Harris, which is, by the way, why you have the likes of Nancy Pelosi talking about bringing back the 25th Amendment it's not about getting Trump out of office because of his COVID. It's about laying the groundwork to recall the election, in effect, once Biden gets into office and fulfills his only real duty, serving as a delivery system for Kamala Harris, for the squad, for AOC, who, by the way, objects to being called AOC, notwithstanding the fact that that's her Twitter handle. Anyway, Lacey Johnson joins us after the break. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Are you responsible for a fleet of vehicles? Do you own a landscaping, snow plowing, HVAC, or service company? If you answered yes, you need to check out Full Service Battery. Full Service Battery is a local company that focuses on anything and everything battery. They understand how vital a battery can be in Minnesota's climate. See for yourself why Full Service Battery may be the best kept secret in the Twin Cities. Huge inventory, expert advice, full service, everyday low pricing. Go to FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. There's an underdog story happening today in America. Small businesses are fighting to make a comeback, but in the moment they have the least, they're giving the most. 
They're rallying communities and neighborhoods, yet asking for little in return. Well, it's time we gave back. Small Unites is making it simple for everyone to take action and support the small businesses that unite us all. Find out how you can donate, shop, and share today at smallunites.org. Are you sick and tired of fake news and half-truths? Hi, Alex Hartman here of Remax Results. If you are considering selling a property this fall, please listen closely. The market is hot. Inventory is low. That's all real and factual news. But beware, in today's world, fake news would have you believe you have to hire a big real estate team to sell your house. What they don't tell you is that they may pawn you off on a new rookie agent selling their very first home, or worse yet, a part-timer. The fact is, most people would prefer to work with a proven real estate agent who understands both the marketplace and their needs and will see their transaction through from start to finish. That is what I am, and that's what I do. When you call me, Alex Hartman, you get me and my proven track record of results. So if you like the idea of working with a like-minded Patriot listener, please give me a call for a free market analysis. Call me directly at 651-334-5000. That's 651-334-5000. Or go to resultsbyalex.com. I'm on my third child and also on my third vehicle at Invergrove Hyundai. I'm Christelle from Mendota Heights. Did my research on high-rated vehicle, good value, and that brought me right to Hyundai. So now I'm on my third and also my third child, uh, which brought up the need to upgrade the vehicle again. So now I'm in a Santa Fe. And Hyundai brings a lot of features to the table for not a lot of money. And considering I'm taking my kids in the vehicle, it's also a really highly rated vehicle as far as safety. So Invergrove Hyundai was able to work out just a great deal. The staff and the salespeople really did uh, close the deal for me because everyone has been just a joy to deal with. Through November 2nd, get 0% financing for up to 72 months plus no payments for 90 days on 2021 Tucson's and 2020 Santa Fe's. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join me. And I sincerely hope you do. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. That's Northern Alliance Radio Network Show. It's almost election uh, time here. We're 10 days away. And uh, with us to discuss is uh, what's coming up over this next 10 days. Uh, my next guest, uh, the GOP-endorsed candidate in the 5th Congressional District running against Ilhan Omar. My pleasure to welcome back to the show Lacey Johnson. Lacey, well, Lacey, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks, Miss. Uh, appreciate you having me back. I appreciate you taking time out from your campaign to join us here. So... I have to say, we have been talking, we, we've talked a few times over the last couple of years. Two years ago, you ran for House, ran a great campaign. You're running a campaign uh, against Ilhan Omar in the 5th Congressional District right now. And events certainly gave you an early Christmas present. I mean, Minneapolis could not have been given a better example of the difference between Ilhan Omar and and the rest of the DFL establishment and the alternative, which which is you. What are you hearing from people around the 5th Congressional District as they start to see things getting real out there over this last few months? Well, well first of all, I'm hearing a lot of enthusiastic support for my 
uh, campaign and my candidacy, and it's coming from all kinds of diverse uh, demographics uh, within the district. Uh, of course, a lot of people, rightfully so, uh, understand the embarrassment that uh, my opponent, Omar, has caused this district. They understand her selfish ambition over the what's good for her district. Uh, they understand they have heard about some of her bad judgments, uh, both in her well in her political, personal, and professional life. And so they're excited about the opportunity. Yeah, even though for a Republican in a plus 26 uh, Democrat district uh, has a big challenge before them, they're excited about it, and they are giving me all kinds of support and, you know, causing me uh, to uh, work my 18 to 20 hours a day, uh, but it's all worth it. So it's been uh, very good. We realize, though, that we have a lot of work to get done still. We are not taking uh, any time off, and we're going to, finish this race strong, and then the rest of it, as, as it always has been, is in the hands of our creator. Absolutely. So let's talk about the role the creator is going to need to take. I, I mean, you, you, you like I. I mean, you live in Minneapolis. I live uh, in St. Paul, uh, which is just about as, I think it may be, maybe plus 24, plus 25 Democrat. What do you say when you go out to meet people around and about the community and they say, I love you, Lacey, I, 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 the district could use some change, uh, certainly, certainly change from Ilhan Omar and the rest of the establishment that you're running against. But how do you get over the top against a plus 26? Now, you clearly someone believes in you. You've got some TV ads running out there. So people are certainly voting with their dollars. That's not cheap. Mm-hmm. But but what do you yes. tell people mm-hmm. who go, how do you get over that plus 26 hurdle here? Well, uh, once again, uh, I'll go back to some things that are the foundation of any successful life. Uh, I am a man of faith. Uh, I do know that uh, David slew Goliath. I know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so I have a lot of spiritual uh, uh, foundation and philosophy to base, uh, to look back on and hold on to, uh, uh, to keep me in the right attitude and to keep me working hard. Uh, I have a great family. I have a great set of friends. Uh, I have people in the community, especially in the African-American community, who would have never thought of voting Republican in their lives, and they're coming out of the woodworks and supporting me. I've got, like, Somalis even supporting me. So I tell them we have a great chance of winning. And I sometimes facetiously refer to my opponent as the invincible Ilhan, uh, but I say it in the vein of the unsinkable uh, Titanic. Uh, Things can happen. And as you mentioned earlier in the opening, there are certain stars that are lining up. We just need to have one or two more stars lined up, and we're going to shock the world on this thing. So, and, and by the way, uh, in my just my personality, whether in education, in school, in athletics, or whatever I'm involved in, in the band, or whatever, uh, I always have a can-do attitude, and I never, ever think about losing unless I lose, you know, and right. I, 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 I to say, even if I, if I played LeBron James, James in basketball, I, I'm thinking I'm going to win until proven otherwise. So that's my attitude. And, and that's what keeps me going. 
Now, going up in a dunking contest against LeBron, you will probably get your illusions uh, turned around right quick. But this is a whole other thing. And I, I, the question I have for you, the, the question I'm dying to find out from, from you is you, you – you, Actually, several questions, so many. But here's the big one. Uh, you got into the race bright and early. I mean, you were the front runner right out of the gate. You you cruised to the nomination over a uh, over over a couple people were just assumed seeing in the rearview mirror. That's all well and good. I knew you would. I was hoping you would. I'm, I'm glad you got there. And here you are. And then six weeks later, something nobody could have possibly foreseen. Minneapolis melts down completely the week of uh, Memorial Day after the the tragic. Uh, death of George Floyd, Minneapolis melted down. Uh, The 23rd, the 24th, the 25th, East Lake Street burned. Downtown got beat up. My neighborhood, the Midway, got looted and burned to a fine sheen. How did the race change for you? Did you feel a change in the tone of the race and your approach to the campaign after the riots? Yeah, I I, I think probably the first and most immediate results is the one remaining challenger I had on the uh, Republican side, because Adalia uh, was going to primary me. She came to me and she contacted me right away and let me know based on what had happened that she was going to drop out and support me and regardless of what our campaign team advised us. So that's uh, close and immediate. But on a more, uh, on a bigger level, a more macro level, uh, it offered me an opportunity uh, to show people the differences between me and Omar, uh, the differences uh, as far as the understanding of the situation and what's causing it, the differences in how do we respond to it. Uh, uh, so it offered me a platform to act, accentuate the differences in approach and to stress and show uh, uh, why uh, the previous approaches that the community has been uh, having for a lot of these issues, including law enforcement, uh, has not worked, and it would never work. And it also showed uh, their bad side in the fact that uh, they were going out as a result of, of, of perceived injustice. Uh, they were going out destroying the city, destroying businesses, rioting, uh, disrespecting our community. It, 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 they pushed aside uh, uh, traditional elderly civil rights leaders who came out of the church and replaced them with a, a bunch of young radical leftist uh, Marxists. And so it just gave an opportunity uh, to draw that contrast. And once again, it was one of those stars that lined up. And it also gave me an opportunity to show that I'm empathetic to people and their pains and their suffering, that I understand those things. And gave me an opportunity to show a different approach to that and, and stress that we all got to have to come together to address these issues, that we can't just keep pointing fingers in one direction. And so it gave me an opportunity to bring forth those type of messages and, and so and give me a little bit more uh, publicity uh, than I've had, had had before. And so those are all the positive things that came out of it. So that's, I guess, in a nutshell, the way I would uh, summarize that, Mitch. Yeah, so you are you're an African-American uh, businessman uh, from Deep Roots in Minneapolis. You've lived here for 40 years, uh, longer than me even. And uh, <laughs> along with two of my other favorite candidates, I mean, you are you are one of three candidates out there that is completely clobbering the uh, the, the preconceptions. Uh, you, along with my friend Diane Knapper in District 63, 
who appears in one of your ads, and the Alexander Deputy on the East Side uh, was, I, I think, has to have a chance because his signs haven't been getting stolen out on the East Side of St. Paul, which is really, <laughs> really weird for a Republican. Uh, maybe there's something going on out there. But uh, the African-American community, as you're well aware, tends to vote pretty close to nearly three digits in favor of, uh, of, of the DFL. You, on the other hand, uh, are are a member of that community. What are you hearing from the community? I mean, I mean, obviously, you have to be getting some pretty scabrous attacks from some people, but from the middle class pe- uh, part of the community, from the regular uh, African American voter out on the street, what are you hearing a- about your candidacy and about about the idea that maybe some things need to change in Minneapolis? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and before I give an answer to that question, I have to add a Kendall Qualls name to the yes. African American that's running out there. Yep. And, uh, you know, his career and his background and his family background and things like that. He's also in here with us. But Yep, I talked to him question, last week. He's a great candidate. We had him on last week, yeah. and you're right. I, I should have skipped it. Anyway, back to you, Lacey. Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, I'm getting uh, a great support from all uh, demographics within the black community, whether they're poor or rich, uh, whether they're educated or uneducated. Uh, in one uh, uh, meeting I'll be in with some of the pastors and things like that, uh, and talking to them. Another meeting I'm in with the black fraternity, talking with them. And then another meeting I have some of the grassroots community leaders who's out here trying to work with these youth to stop the violence. And they're also all enthusiastically supporting me. Now, there, of course, there are a few uh, that uh, wouldn't touch a, 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 a Republican uh, on any condition until I finish with them. And it might take a little while to finish with them. Uh, but for the most part, I'm getting all uh, enthusiastic support for them. And I'm just uh, amazed at it. And I, in fact, I was just talking to someone uh, earlier today. Uh, you know, I'm one of the first uh, Republican candidates with roots in the black community uh, who's run and, and got and got everyone at every level really behind me and supporting me. I got I got uh, former gang members calling me up this morning and say, uh, give me two and uh, three thousand flyers that we can hand out. Uh, I'm going to get some of these these young men to work for you and, and get your word out. And we behind you 100 percent. And so I, I'm just. Very, very pleased uh, with the type of support I'm getting from everywhere uh, among people. But you know, Mitch, uh, the great one of the uh, contributors to that is that I've been out here and people know me and they know my reputation. And you know, uh, uh, up until I decided to run, get into politics as a Republican, uh, I had almost uh, unanimous uh, uh, agreement that this guy is committed. He's hardworking. Uh, he's smart. But, you know, politics, as soon as I declared and put an R by my name, there was a few who all of a sudden I became ignorant and, oh, <laughs> and yeah. all these other names. <laughs> yeah, and all these other names. But I don't worry about that. That was to be expected. But I guess, once again, to sum it up, uh, I'm getting widespread support uh, up and down the line here in this community and in the, in, in, in the inner city. Lacey Johnson running for the United States Congress in the 5th Congressional District against Ilhan Omar. Lacey, can we keep you for another short segment here? I want to open up the yes, phones to call us. Absolutely. So, uh, thank you very much. Uh, by the way, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. I've also posted the link to Lacey's website at shotinthedark.info. Go there. We'll be talking about the help he needs from you. 
the audience to get him into Congress and to send Ilhan Omar back to a private sector she's heard about somewhere. She'll get to you know, do a little uh, a little work maybe for a living here. We'll see. North of the Lines, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. When does a person get rights? When a person is a person. All across our nation, our nation is divided. In our homes, in social media, everywhere you turn. But what is at the heart of this division? In the new movie, Divided Hearts of America, Super Bowl champion and executive producer Benjamin Watson searches for the truth. This is one of the worst possible choices that any woman and her family has to make. You'll discover why the most polarizing debate of this century boils down to the sacred dignity of human life. There is no personhood under law. We don't have that in this country. With Divided Hearts of America, you'll learn what you need to be armed to fight what divides us and come to a place of real unity with empathy, healing, and real hope. Be part of the change and watch Divided Hearts of America. Go to SalemNow.com to purchase. Use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. That's promo code Minneapolis to save 20% off. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Oh, yeah. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Talking with Lacey Johnson, GOP-endorsed candidate for the U.S. House of Representatives in the 5th Congressional District running against Ilhan Omar. Uh, Lacey, what's your website? Uh, give, the, give the listeners uh, a, a pointer to where to find out more about you and your campaign. It's uh, LaceyJohnson.com. That's L-A-C-Y. J-O-H-N-S-O-N dot com. 
Yep, I have uh, also provided a link to that at shotinthedark.info for those who uh, didn't have their pens handy. So shotinthedark.info or lacyjohnson.com, either way. We're getting down to uh, the last 10 days of the campaign here. What kind of help do you need? Obviously, you need people to come out and vote for you, bring people out to vote, door knock, all that stuff for you. So there, you, yeah. you have opportunities for that. What other kind of help do you need from people who aren't in the 5th CD, uh, Lacey Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, even though we've been very successful in our uh, raising campaign funds, we could always use some more of that because what we want to do this last week is just pound uh, the uh, constituents with my message uh, via TV, via digital marketing, uh, via influencers uh, out in the social media world. And the more money we have, the more we can do that, especially getting down to the last week. Uh, instead of having maybe uh, 20 or 30 influencers doing things for me, we could hire maybe 50 or 100 of them. So that would help. Uh, you mentioned earlier volunteering. We always need people for canvassing and, and uh, making phone calls and things like that. But anybody who's either in the 5th District or even outside of the 5th District, uh, if you know anyone that lives in the 5th District, uh, friends, family, and other people in the 5th District, uh, let them know about my candidacy and advocate for it uh, on social media. Uh, repost, retweet my social media messages, pictures, and videos. And then I guess the only other thing, Mitch, is just keep uh, let me hear from you to keep me honest and challenge me and what I'm doing and, and things like that. And I think if we get if we do that, uh, we stand a good chance. Like I say, of shocking the world and 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 making some liberals wake up. Uh, crying and confused and confounded on November 4th. <laughs> Keep me honest. That's something we haven't heard from a 5th District Congressperson since before 2006. Uh, so, wait, <laughs> Questions and comments for Lacey Johnson. Uh, Johnson. Let's go to the phones. Mark in St. Louis Park, hopefully your future constituent. You are on live uh, with Lacey Johnson. Go right ahead. Thanks very much. First of all, Lacey, it's an honor to talk to you, and God bless you for running in the 5th District. Um, I used to think Republican running in fifth district always had to they would start with an arm behind their back. Now I run in the fifth district. You start with both legs behind your back. After watching that Project Veritas video, is there anything you can do as far as election integrity in the fifth uh, before November third? Nothing uh, up unless Lacey Johnson. How do you fight against what appears to be a corruption machine in the fifth seat? Yeah. That's a very good question, and once you start digging into the process and the laws and the bureaucracy and the regulations and things like that, it's almost impossible. But here's the thing, and I go back again to my uh, athletic uh, uh, mentality. Uh, The way I look at it is that we're going into the home team's gym. We know the referees are going to cheat, and we know we just have to beat them so that the cheating does not play a part in it. And so that's our plan is to make sure that we are working and executing as hard as we can, make sure we got a solid game plan, and we expect for the Democrats to cheat and cost me a certain amount of percentage. But there's nothing I can do about it right now. I would like to see a time uh, when the Republicans get control uh, of government here in the state of Minnesota and make some necessary changes to our election laws and rules and regulations because now – they're really, really designed to permit cheating. And uh, there's no one that we can hold accountable for it in a lot of ways, because if you, even if you go into the statutes and stuff, 
they they define very, very few conditions where you can overturn a vote once it get there. And, you know, other things is that for years I've been hearing about the Democrats' uh, charade and, and voter, voter fraud. Uh, I've even heard a couple of weeks ago from someone, a candidate who ran against one of them, that they actually witnessed them cutting the locks off a ballot box and stuffing them. So that's, that's what we're up against. But once again, uh, I, I kind of like that challenge, and I like beating people in the, uh, under those conditions. And then secondly, I always revert back to the fact that when it's all said and done, God is still in control. And uh, I just put faith in there and, and what he wants me to do and what he, he wants me to achieve as long as I'm doing it, what he wants me to do, everything will work out just fine. So, yeah, there's there a few things we can do about it. We can raise, uh, raise the uh, public attention to it. But as you see, uh, even when they, caught, they were caught red-handed, even our local media uh, kind of poo-pooed it. Yeah. And we know it's actually true. And so that's what we're up against, but we accept that. I don't like it. As a new person in politics, I just I, I, I was just very, very, well, what's that, what should I, what's the word should I use? Uh, disappointed that we tend to just accept that. But once again, now that I'm, I'm in politics, I'm not going to just accept the media of uh, the way it's uh, act and the way, the way it performs its, its job and the duty and responsibility under the Constitution. And I'm not just going to accept uh, these bogus laws and things that permit uh, Democrats to cheat. But bottom line is that it is what it is. We're prepared for it. Yep. We understand what we're up against, and we're just going to do our best to fight it and overcome it. Lacey Johnson, lacyjohnson.com. Uh, we, well, we, we're out of time here, Lacey, but uh, from your mouth to God's ears, as Hugh Hewitt, our good friend and the guy who got this show on the air in 2004, said in his title of his book, If It's Not Close, They Can't Cheat. If you flip enough people uh, who've, who are tired of the status quo in Minneapolis, all the cheating won't matter. Lacey Johnson, best of luck. We hope to see you at the victory party on, uh, on, on the 3rd. Thank you, Mitch, and in your audience. Uh, I let them know I really appreciate them and love their support and all the good prayers I feel coming my way. Absolutely. Lacey Johnson, uh, hopefully your next congressperson from the 5th uh, Congressional District. When we come back, Jason Lewis joins us. Go nowhere, Minnesota. It's AM 1280, The Patriot. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills. But let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage, a special tool that would help you build the bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. 
Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Mill Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1335. Rack Animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's rare that a family can find an inspiring film that reinforces biblical values. Hi, this is Lee Michaels. One Nation Under God is that film, and it's available right now at SalemNow.com. Winner of 35 film festivals, One Nation Under God is based on a true story of a student who stands up for his freedom of speech. While others are trying to force under God out of the pledge, he continues to fight for it in direct opposition of bullies and even the school administration. He even questions a senator who is a former student and creates a viral firestorm of national press coverage. The courage of one student standing for his conviction will inspire and encourage you. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Herschel Walker, and Antonio Sabato Jr. Watch One Nation Under God at SalemNow.com today. On sale for just $9.99, use the promo code Minneapolis for an additional 20% discount. One Nation Under God at SalemNow.com, promo code Minneapolis. AM 12.